Yo, yo, listeners, what's good? It's your boy Vaha, aka Mr. Backpack. We got our new podcast rolling, shooting the split, and we're gonna have some interesting stories. I just need everybody to sit back, tune in, listen. Um, a lot of these individuals are entrepreneurs. A lot of individuals came up and got different stories. Um, the reason I decided to start this podcast is to put out, you know, different messages and knowledge for individuals that's maybe not receiving it or um, never thought to uh, grab um, certain information and utilize it in a certain way. But some of, some of these individuals are going to be remote. Some will be local. Some will be here in the studio. Um, we're going to make this fun. We'll make this nice. Self smart. Without further ado, let's jump right into the podcast. I ran up a check, I might do it again. Enemies close, have me thinking they're friends. Ten toes down, I'll be free until the end. Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my ass. Took so many years, I'm just waiting for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I do it again. Add it up, add it up, bankroll, bankroll, Alright, so today we got a very special guest, another special guest. Um, good friend of mine, uh, also real estate agent of mine. I'd like to introduce uh, Maurice Artis. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Since I already gave you a small brief introduction, <laughs> go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Tell them who you are and uh, what you do for a living. Well, thank you very much, um, Gary, for having me on your podcast. I'm honored um, to be here, and uh, it's a privilege. But yeah, as uh, Gary said, my name is Maurice Artis. I'm a realtor with eVenture Real Estate, part of a small brokerage in Reston, Virginia. And I basically help buy and sell real estate for whoever wants it, whoever needs it in the DMV area. So I'm also licensed in Virginia and Maryland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to definitely discuss sure. that. We're going to get into... We're going to learn a little bit about you today. We're going to talk about um, what, how you got into the business. Um, we're, we're, we're going to sit here and we're going to actually shoot the splits, to be honest with you. Um, so welcome to the show. And uh, let's just jump right into it. Let's start off mm-hmm. with what got you into real estate? What, where in your life did you realize that's what you wanted to do? All right. So uh, first of all, it, it, it goes back pretty far because my brother, my older brother was um, into investment properties. He used to own um, apartment buildings in DC, right? So I had a little understanding about uh, real estate from through him. You know, he was basically the property manager and he owned the uh, place, but he said he ran into a lot of issues. He said it was real difficult. so, uh, you know, that was my understanding, but I didn't really have too much understanding. I wish I would have started earlier. Let me just say that I didn't start until I was around um, 26 years old. OK, um, I wish I would have started earlier. That's for sure. But let me tell you why I got started. So this is actually the story. Um, this is what I tell many people. Uh, my parents, I lived with my parents for a while in my early 20s. And um, we lived in a big house, 
we lived in a big house and um in round hill virginia and we lived in you know i'm just gonna say straight up um my parents you know we lived in a million dollar house it was seven thousand square feet it has seven bedrooms wow it has six baths yeah wow no struggle yeah. zero struggle i mean yeah at the time, <laughs> you know, i'm about to tell you instead of Instead of rags to riches, this is riches to rags. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Lord, Lord, I got to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. So, um, so I mean, beautiful house. You know, we had three acres of land. It, you know, we didn't have no neighbors nice. um, next to us on the left, on the right. We had no neighbors behind us. Um, it was a very beautiful, beautiful home. Mm -hmm. um, two decks. It was just huge. But uh, this is what happened. As you know, and as many of your listeners know, uh, there was a financial, there was a actual, um, a real estate crash in the 2008, um, span 2008, I think it was 2007 to 2008, where basically the market crashed, the mm. real estate market crashed. It was lenders that were selling subprime mortgages and they were basically selling it to people who couldn't afford it. And I mean, the whole market just crashed. Right. Mm. So if you bought a house for, you know, X, Y and Z, it ended up being another number. I'll just tell you straight up what happened with us. So we're living in the house and, you know, they bought the house for a million dollars. Excuse me. And then um, after the crash, it ended up going to six hundred thousand dollars. Mm. That's a big dip. That is a big dip. That's worth a house in itself. Four hundred thousand dollars is a house in itself. Yeah another piece of problem. so um yep yep so that's what happened right but mm -hmm. this is also what happened it was working with a realtor at the time right mm -hmm. so this realtor was fake let me just say it straight up okay. she's fake um she was smiling her face you know ha 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 and my parents were going through a real situation where they were stressing, you know, they was like, what are we going to do? You, you know what I mean? You got something? You was about to say something? No, no, no. Prices, I said. Okay. And, you know, they was just, you know, saying, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? So they needed help, right? So the lender calls my parents and he's like, look, this agent that you're working with, you know, she's not helping. I'm not going to mention names, but, you know. She's not helping you out. She, she's really not helping you guys out. I'm trying to call her. She's not picking up her phone. I'm trying to say, okay, this is what we need to do. She's not doing that. He's like, you guys need some help, and, and she's not helping you. And that's what my parents told me. And this lady is super rich. Like, mm -hmm. she makes, like, 200-plus Three hundred plus. Five, I I I used to say five hundred thousand dollars. I think she probably makes around that because she's big time. Yeah. She probably makes around you know I'm just gonna say conservative two hundred thousand dollars plus, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot more than that, right? So I'm thinking, and at the time I'm struggling. I'm trying to find work. I'm trying to you know find my place in life, and I'm like, you know I I have I have you know, basis in helping out people. I do like to help out people. Mm -hmm. So I said, why am I doing this, making $14 an hour at the time, breaking my back when I could literally become a realtor and care about people? That's 
that's the only thing I'll do. And then I can make as much money as her yeah. one day. And that will be my, that will be my, my mission. That will be my, um, my business plan. Just care about people. Yeah. Don't be, you know, don't go, you know, go into the business and being fake and, and, and just all about the money. The money will come once people see that you're genuine. Once people see that you, you really care. I'm not saying that I don't, you know, want money. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that care for people first and then word of mouth and, you know, and they see that you really care. That in itself will speak for itself. Personal. Yeah. You got to be personable. You know what I mean? Person want to be yeah. just personable and then the rest exactly. fall into place. Exactly. So that's what happened. I mean, I always had that in the back of my head, but I didn't become a realtor right away. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, long story short, one of my uh, best friends, uh-huh. um, he became a realtor and he just kept bugging me. He was like, Maurice, man, you got to, you know, you got to be a realtor, man. This is awesome, man. You got to do it. And at the time, I kind of was like, you know, yeah, actually, that is my plan. But let me tell you, I'm in the middle of something right now. So once I get, he was like, man, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? <laughs> so I said, so, you know what? Fine. And that's how I became a realtor. So tell us about some of the obstacles you went over uh, just to, to even get into the business. So one of the obstacles was, was money. At the time, uh, at the time, excuse me. At the time, I was living paycheck to paycheck. Okay. So to become a realtor, you got to spend money. You know what I mean? Um, you got to, you got to, you got to pay for the classes. You got to pay for uh, the books. You got to pay for the tests. You got to pay for subscriptions. Um, becoming a realtor is not cheap. You got to at least put a, put aside, I say a good conservative amount, maybe mm-hmm. around $3,000 if you want to go in you know, strong, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you got to pay for a website, you know, that costs money. You got to pay for the broker, broker fees that costs money. Uh-huh. Um, the MLS that costs money, the century lock, you know, the lock boxes yeah. that all costs money. I mean, they're, <laughs> it's a racket. These guys <laughs> basically, yeah. you know, how much they be charging agents yeah. and all that. So at the time, my only obstacle was, um, finance, you know, um, I was living paycheck to paycheck, but I took a leap. I took a leap of faith. I said, you know what I did at that time have money on the side, but that was like the only money I had, but that was like the money that came because I was living paycheck to paycheck. So I had to start putting money, you know, how you put money away. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh good. I finally got money away. And then something happens. Oh yeah, that's the worst then, feeling because you got to dish it you know all back I mean? out. Yeah, and then it just goes back out. I'm like, man, you know, that's basically where I was at in life. Where I was like, dang, you know, I got this money on the side, but I just saved it up. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was my obstacle. Okay, okay, okay. Let's jump right into the sponsor. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Vaha here, and I'm just coming to spread some of the love about some of the entrepreneurs out there that some of you guys may not know anything about. Like my boy Garbezi, big time Twitch streamer. Love him, up and coming. Does a lot of NBA 2K, hosts a lot of nice, cool little events. And he does some pretty cool stuff on his uh, on his Twitch. And we got 
my other guy, Bassin ain't easy. Eddie Stokes. Obviously out there catching, always on the water, doing how-to videos and teaching you more about fishing than you might know or you might want to pick up. And last but not least, I got my guy, Albert Glover, uh, with Glover Properties out there with the real estate business. If you're ever looking for a property, give him a ring. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening in, showing you love. Now we're going to jump right back into it. All right, so we're back. Um, we learned a little bit about uh, why you got in the game, what inspired you to get in the game. Um, talk to us a little bit about what's going on in the game as we speak now. Uh, some people would be interested to hear, you know, uh, what your thoughts are uh, with the market the way it is. Wow. The market is um, it's the Wild West right now. Let me just say that. Um, if there's any words that I could put it, it's the Wild West. It's crazy right now. Uh, so right now you have low interest rates, right? So the Fed basically controls the interest rates of um, the, the money that they dish out to the public, right? So, I mean, to, to other banks. So they say, all right, bank, we're going to lend you this amount in this amount of interest rate right at this amount of interest right so right now it's the lowest it's been in history okay so in the history of the united states okay so um a lot of people are taking advantage of that because over time if you look at an amortization chart an amortization chart basically shows you your principal amount which is your mortgage amount versus your interest amount right and then over time it shows that let's say you bought a house for four hundred thousand dollars with interest like let's say five to six percent interest over the time of that loan that four hundred thousand dollars after 30 years you know how much you end up paying eight hundred thousand dollars after the 30 year mortgage which is crazy so over time so what they've done is they've lowered that interest amount so now instead of just paying the mortgage you're paying the interest at a lesser amount okay people are taking advantage of that right now it's statistically uh known right now that there are more there are more people saving money and a lot of that has to do with the COVID or what's going on with COVID. How, you know, they basically shut down everything. So a lot of people are inside, they're saving money, they're no longer spending, they're not traveling, right? So there's a lot of people with money right now, okay? Another thing is that there's not a lot of sellers. So just think about it, supply and demand. If there's a lot of buyers, and there's not a lot of sellers, the amount, the amount of money that you're paying for a house now goes up because now you have, instead of one buyer going to you at once, trying to buy one property. So it becomes a bidding war. So let's say that the price is $400,000 that you want. You have Bob over here saying, hey, I really want that house. So I'm willing to pay $10,000 more. Here's my bid. And then you have Susan over there and she says, Hey, I really want this house. Yeah. 
I'm willing to pay twenty thousand dollars over. God, it's a lot of money. And then it just keeps going. It literally keeps going yeah. until you're paying over fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. That's nuts. Over asking. Yeah, that's what's happening right now in the market. So to any of your listeners who's uh, looking to purchase a house, make sure you got some money aside and be ready to, to fight a battle. Yeah, it's, good. it's a definitely a different type of battle, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I spoke to many individuals and explained to them what it takes for mm-hmm. um, different individuals to get in the house, the house that we got into, different things mm-hmm. like that. So different mm-hmm. type of obstacles and uh, everybody's going to fight the battles differently. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what do you do with your spare time? I mean, what do you do for fun? I mean, what 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 do you do to unwind? Oh man, uh, well to unwind. Lately, I've been riding bikes, uh, riding my bike with my son. So okay. my son just turned yeah, my son just turned two years old. Um, his name is Brendan Artis. Uh, I just bought a seat for him. To, to sit, you know, on the back of the bicycle, basically. Um, so I strap him in. He got a little helmet and everything like that. And um, I take him on bike rides. Also, I like to um, I like to play golf. And I also like to um, I like to go on long jogs. I go on very long jogs. I usually uh, run like marathons. Lord. And uh, what's that? I said, Lord. <laughs> I know it is crazy. The first time I ran the marathon, I ran the uh, Marine Corps marathon. And when I was in the middle of it, I said, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, not nah, definitely. I, um, <laughs> I, I've, I've been down that road with Army 10 miler. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm I like, can't, what I am can't, I doing? <laughs> I can't do too many of those marathons, but um, that's good. So you have any special places if you had an opportunity to go somewhere? on vacation or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Where, where, what do you have in mind? What, you know, what, what do you think? You know, um, Hawaii has been on my mind a lot. Hawaii is where you want to go? Yeah, Hawaii has been on my mind a lot. So my wife and I, we like to travel, or actually before we had our little one, <laughs> we like to travel. Um, we're actually planning on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, uh, it's expensive. Yeah, that too. Uh, we're we're planning on a trip to uh, Florida this actually in in July, okay. but um, no, I really want to go to Hawaii. I've been looking at a lot of Hawaiian videos. I've been seeing um, what are those called? Luau's. Uh huh. You know, luau's where basically you know they do the the, the people dancing with the oh yeah you know, they shaking they shaking around shaking, and you gotta everything. work the hips yeah you gotta work the hips yeah 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 I've been seeing that, but there's a thing called a luau okay. where basically. Um, they, they dance and they sing and they party and, and they have all these tables and they basically cook the food, Hawaiian food in front of you. Like it's, it's like a, like a, a big, stir fry, like a, yeah, yeah. It's a big, huge, like, hibachi. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of like a bocce, but they have it actually on the stick. Okay. So like, like it's a pig on a stick or something like that. Or, okay. or whatever animal they have. And they have it right there in the middle of the luau. So there's like maybe 50 people there and they're dancing. Uh-huh. And then they're cooking this food like as the ancient times, how they used to cook the food. It's like <laughs> over coal. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, got the animal just roasting on. <laughs> yeah, got the animal just roasting so, with the apple in his so mouth. Whoever, you know, whoever, yeah. <laughs> so whoever don't eat meat, I suggest. <laughs> you uh, don't imagine that because uh, it's going to be yeah, uh, uh, pretty heavy on the stomach, especially like you said. Um, I've seen that uh, with some of my Filipino buddies. They put the uh, the goat or the pig right over the roast, man. And yeah, and uh, yeah, they do it right there in the yard, man. They don't. They don't take it anywhere special. Nothing is like right there. In right. Front of you. You're going to watch them put it down and right. spin it around. Yep. Because when I travel, I don't just travel for the place, for the destination. I want some food. I want some good food. <laughs> you want? You know what you, I mean? You want some good meat out there. Yeah. I want some right. good food. I mean, no matter what it is. I mean, a lot of my family. I don't like the know. vegetables. I mean, the vegetables going to another country to eat exotic vegetables. That's not that's not what I'm in it for. I'm in it to taste the different rich Taste like oh, yeah, like you go to the, you go to the Bahamas Islands. Um, my wife and I we used to go to Aruba a lot, and uh-huh. um, and we went to Cancun, and uh, in 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 those areas they got they got grouper fish. Okay, grouper fish. Yep, oh, I know what that is. Uh, it is my favorite. It is so good, and you could you can barely find it in this area. Nah, certain you fish you're not gonna be able to find. Certain yeah. fish you're only gonna be able to certain find certain areas. Just like right. when I was growing up in New York, my grandmother mm-hmm. used to give us uh bluefish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you ain't finding that just anywhere. You're not gonna go down south and just find bluefish. You know. So where's bluefish from? Uh, I don't know. I never, I never went to the store to buy any. But that's what my grandmother used to always uh give us from. Mm. Okay. She always gave us, always gave us that. She, she loved. Every time we go in there, it's some type of fish, some type of fish. Some type yeah, of fish. is she Jamaican? Yep. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> I'm looking on here now, so it's like it's a Pacific Ocean fish. Yeah. Yep, it says right here, it's a Pacific Ocean fish. I had to yeah. make sure I knew where to. Oh, they said Maryland got some in there. Okay. Yeah, and South so, Africa too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so um, that's mm-hmm. a pretty cool place that you... Uh, thinking of uh, vacation um, out there in Hawaii. So hopefully you're able to uh, knock that out and nail that. So um, we're going to jump right into the next sponsor real quick. All right, cool. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Bass Name Easy, and I'm here with Shooting the Splits Podcast, the number one podcast for bringing you everything you need to know about up-and-coming entrepreneurs. If you want to hear more from Shooting the Splits Podcast, make sure you check them out on Vaha Media, on all social media platforms. And if you want to hear more about myself, Bass and Ain't Easy, make sure you go check me out on YouTube at Bass and Ain't Easy. And I will catch y'all on the water. Hello, how you doing? This is Brown from Brown's Bounce Around, where we make it happen one event at a time. We are located in the Fort Lee, Virginia area and the Tri-Cities area. You can Google us, Brown's Bounce Around, or you can follow us on Facebook, Browns bounce around. Thank you. We're looking forward to hearing from you. So, what's the next step for you, Maurice? What's what's next for you in life, in business? I mean, what what's next? The so next step is to get a bigger uh, place to live. That's the next step. What's big? What's you know, big got, to you? What do you uh, consider big? Just, just you know, um, probably about. 3,000 square feet, 2,500 plus square feet, something something like that. Something that my son can just um, run around and 
to go outside in the backyard mm-hmm. and and run around and play. Uh, that that's that's basically what's next. Yep. Any any new business ventures? Any new business plans of any sort? Real estate is always um, the forefront as far as. Um, that's why I got in it. Uh, right. That's why I got in it, and that's why. Um, I believe uh, business ventures. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do it to the side too, like uh, like I said, what, what I'm doing with the cars in Turo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'm a making, great idea. I'm making plenty of money. We went in, me and Takia went and got a bunch of cars, mm-hmm. and uh, getting a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's excellent. So that's excellent. I always, I always recommend side hustles. Mm-hmm. Always recommend that. And I try to, and I try to tell, and like I said, this, the good thing about this is making just as much as the real estate. I'm going to be honest with you, if not more, um, yeah. I've already had several cars on there for a little bit and I've already done in that short amount of time in a month's time, you know, when, when we spoke about it, uh, maybe mm-hmm. on it, um, mm-hmm. in a month's time, it already done turned the car note four times almost. So, wow. so, um, it's crazy. It's more than like I said. It's not a hustle. It's actually a a a, a, a pretty good investment. Actually, I don't, it's I up there. It's up there with uh with actual real estate. Like it's actually it might be better than real estate to a certain extent in certain areas, especially like Los Angeles, Atlanta, Miami. If you have several uh several uh, exotic cars, that's what's up. You know, I don't like when people. You know, sometimes when they say they call certain things a hustle, it's not a hustle. You know, that's just my opinion. It's not a hustle. Yeah. You're being an entrepreneur. Yep. If anything. Digging in. Yeah, you're digging in. You know what I mean? Um, a hustle to me, it just has a, a, a negative tone to it. It's like you're trying to get over yeah. on somebody or something like that. Oh, you hustling me. Like, you know, you go yeah, to a yeah, pool. Feel like you're getting take, yeah, I feel like you're getting taken advantage yeah. of because he says the word hustle, though. Sometimes we misinterpret the word hustle sometimes. Right, right. You know, you go, you heard about the stories, the pool hall stories, where, you know, somebody's playing pool and they're playing bad and all that. And then all of a sudden someone shows up and they're like, oh, hey, you know, he stays up. Let me me get his money. Yeah, we go hustling. Yeah. And then the guy, you know, ends up beating him. That's a hustle. Yeah. You know, that to me, you know. That's that's white man can't jump all over again. That old movie, White Man Can't Jump. Right, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. It's that, with, um, it's that Wesley old Snipes. It's Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. That's what I said. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Speaking of this, now that we're on the topic of the movies real quick, any mm-hmm. new movies out there fascinate you? I, I still need to go see that uh, uh, Spiral movie, the movie with uh, Chris Rock. I seen the Cruella. Cruella was really good. I'll tell you that. If oh, anybody yeah. hasn't listened to that, if anybody hasn't watched it, they have it on Disney+. Plus. Unless you go to the theater to see it, Cruella is spiral? awesome. Spiral, the Book he of said. Saw. That's the uh, the spinoff of Saw that has uh, Chris Rock in it. I heard about that. Yeah, it's a scary or a gruesome. I don't want to say scary because I don't fit in the scary category for me. But um, yeah, nah, <laughs> it's a. Uh, um, I, I gotta watch it because I'm a big Saw fan. So, um, I yeah, I haven't found the time to to, to actually watch it, but I watched Cruella this weekend and it uh it was it was perfect, man. I I, I big Cruella Deville fan anyway. Um I love bad guys from Disney movies. They they bring a different uh feel to it when it's not always the good guy, you know. Uh 
that's why I'm uh, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with this new Riddler uh, in the new Batman movie. Uh, you know, I'm a, they coming out with a new Batman. Yeah, they got another Batman coming out. Oh yeah, that's right. Who's gonna play Batman? Uh, I think all of the cast is the, uh, almost there. I think who was the last Batman? I think the whoever the last Batman was. Um, the last Batman. It was Ben Affleck, was wasn't it? Ben Affleck. Let me ben let Affleck. me let, let me see real quick. Let me see who's playing the. Because uh, I heard they was going to do another Batman. Yes, twenty twenty two. Here we go. Right here, full cast. We have as Robert, Batman, Robert. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Because Colin Farrell is going to play uh, Oswald Cobble uh, Cobblespot as, as the Penguin, and then uh, who else? That's the main character that we care about. Catwoman is going to be by uh, Zoe uh, Kravitz. And then, and then uh, who else is in here? I mean, but I mean, they, I think they they got a pretty good uh, lineup. Better there. be a good Batman, I tell you. It's oh, hard to find a good Batman. Paul Dano is playing the Riddler, so I'm anxious to see who who, who he is, what what kind of good work that he do. I'm oh, they finally have the Riddler. Okay, yeah, he's never. Back. I, we've never seen had, him. They had to because you remember on the the first Batman, the Riddler was. The Riddler was on the same episode as Two Face, so I'm wondering why Two Face is not on this one. It's just uh, Penguin. Wait, wait, wait. So, so they did have the Riddler on one of the old Batman's? Yeah, Jim Carrey. Remember? Oh my God! Damn, you go, you go way back. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a Jim Carrey fan, so. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. wow, yeah, yeah, that just wow, yeah. But... <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah, because yeah, you would think of when you think of Jim Carrey, you would think more of a Joker, you know. And I'm I'm still yeah, trying to I'm remember. still trying to figure out why they never put him as a Joker. He would have been a good Joker. He would have been. But you know what? He was a good um, Riddler too, though. Oh yeah. He oh yeah. That part too. He, he had to squeeze in. He had to fit in. But I, I just mm-hmm. felt like the Joker would have been a lifetime achievement because the Riddler That's had true. a smaller part, but the Joker has yeah. a big part. And you know, I, yeah. What? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. You know, they never really. I used to like the Two Face growing up, yeah, watching Two-Face. the cartoons and everything. Uh-huh. Two Face. Mm-hmm. They never really had him. I mean, I know he showed up. He was in the movie. He was in the one with Riddler. Man, he was I in. The, he was. I can see it. Yeah, he's got. A, he, it was um, what's his name? Uh, from Men in Black. What's his name? Um. Uh. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones was Two Face. Cause you remember after that Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes, yeah, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger was uh, Mr. Freeze. Uh, the Freeze. The Freeze. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, the cast Freeze. like his, like it was just happened last year. Man, you, <laughs> you unlocking some memories. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so wow. um, so this is the time we're gonna go ahead and ring that bell. You know what I'm saying? Um, just the knowledge hour, man. So this is the time that you're gonna drop some knowledge on us, something that we don't know, maybe something that we should know, or something that you want us to know. So. You're on the clock. Okay, knowledge hour. If I would say some knowledge and share some knowledge with people, I would say, as you know, we just celebrated Memorial Day. Memorial Day was actually um, created uh, by freed slaves during the Civil War. Uh, free black slaves during the Civil War. That's how Memorial Day started. They used to bury their uh, the dead soldiers, and they used to have a ceremony where they would march and have a parade. Um, so that's that's number one. Uh, to talk about real estate, uh, statistically speaking, more 
uh, black people, uh, black Americans actually owned homes. Now this is crazy and this actually is kind of sad, but I'll share it with you guys. Uh, more black people owned homes during Jim Crow segregation than they do today. That's it. Okay, okay, okay. And that's some knowledge. That's some knowledge from a man. That so, is. so I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm still stoked uh, about, like I said, the the market now. Uh, like we, like we discussed. I'm gonna wrap back around to something. Um, sure. So, for if people out there that's uh, buying and selling homes, mm-hmm. what do you feel like is the best strategy to to rack up on uh, some real estate and actually? have that uh, residual income for listeners out there? What's the best way to go about it? I know I spoke to some of them about FHAs and uh, FHA 203s, multifamily uh, government loans. But uh, like I said, go ahead. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, I would say this. (laughs) Save your money. Save, 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 save. I can't emphasize that anymore, okay? Save your money. Um, it's just going to give you more maneuverability when you do look for a home. When when you're when you go into the housing market and you and you're not you don't have a good base of money, that basically squeezes squeezes you in to a certain criteria that maybe you wouldn't have gone for at first. You know what I mean? Um, that is the hard truth. I'm just going to say the hard truth. That's one of the hard things about being a realtor. You have to be real with people. And sometimes you have to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, the you know? word real is in realtor. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and you you know, so save your money. Be ready. And, and it's not even just about your down payment. It's about when you move into the house. When you move into the house, there's a thing that happens to a lot of new buyers. Well, we're, we're, is, we're, we're more on the uh, real estate side. We're talking more on the uh, them investing in homes to, to, to oh, either oh, resell or sell. You want investing yeah. or you want to well, buy or sell? Investing, investing. Okay, investing. All right, so um, investing is another animal um, because basically if you want to go in with investment and use a cash deal, which I've heard that happens, especially in the Northern Virginia area. As you know, Loudoun County is the uh, richest county in America. Montgomery County, I think that's like number three. Fairfax County, I think that's number two. Um, uh, Prince George's County is up there. Uh, so this whole area is very, um, has a lot of money, all right? So there's cash offers which a lot of investors do but there's also um there's also other ways the the loan are you there hello i'm here okay i'm sorry i thought i lost you so there's other um the thing about investment property is that certain mortgage lenders they won't let you basically purchase a home okay um like let's say you want you wanted a uh to buy a home right for an investment property they usually require at least 20 percent down okay 
and rates are much better around 25% down if you want to go in a full investment property. And that's how you have to structure the contract. Gotcha. On the Yeah, on the contract, on the sales contract, it says, is this a home that you're going to live in or is this an investment property? It specifically asks you that. Now, people can be dishonest and they can say no. And, <laughs> you know, I want to live in it, right? But, I mean, hey, there's always that risk of somebody coming knocking on your door and you're not there, right? But most investment properties require a minimum amount of at least 15% down payment, okay. right? So uh, let's say, for an example, $400,000 for an investment property times 15%, that's $60,000, mm. right? So that's a lot of money. So I recommend um, for anybody who wants to get into the investment business, have a partner, have a partner, have somebody that you really trust um, that's very smart, that's just as business oriented as you, professional as you, um, loyal as you, knowing that, you know, sometimes unfortunately money, when money gets involved, you know, it could bring the ugly out of people, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I suggest having already a base in dealing with money before you start really purchasing a home or something that's real big as far as an investment property before you go into partnership with somebody. Have already a base of dealing with small amount of money. Like you're saying, you're working on the uh, the rental business, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe bring that person in on the rental business and say, hey, look, here's here's five cars. You know, let's work this together and see how that works. Yeah. Before jumping in like a, a home or, or a townhome or even apartment building, right? S smaller investments leads to the big investment. Right, exactly, exactly. Because you don't get stuck with it. You don't get stuck and then you end up in court and it's just, it just gets ugly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that yeah that is the main thing I would say to your listeners. Be ready. If you want to buy your investment property, be ready to put down 15%. Oh, okay, yeah, and and yeah. Freddie Mac loans and Fannie Mae loans they require twenty percent. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh yeah. So just be ready so, for that. So we've learned a lot about you today. We learned a little bit about what you want to do, what you do with your hobbies, what, um, you know, gets you going. Uh, what's your your next steps? All of that good stuff. So, I've done all of that asking. This is the time <laughs> that you get to ask me a question that. Maybe you got for me. Actually, I want to ask you a question about the new house. Okay. Um, how's it going? Man, so I'll probably be sending you an invitation, not this weekend, but the following weekend to come uh, okay. come check it out for yourself. It's uh, I put some serious <laughs> dough in this, and it's not going to look nothing like when we bought it uh, wow. when we walked through that day. You remember how tore up it was from the individuals that uh, – stayed here uh prior to yeah. us moving in but uh i did a we'll say a a, a good uh 180 on it already um <laughs> we still got some work getting done over here my guy is over here every day while i'm at work my worker's here every day doing something different to the home he's he's here doing something else to the home to make sure that we get it up to to where it needs to be but i think you're gonna you're gonna think differently uh once you come by you're gonna be like oh this is 
this is great. I'm, I was gonna wait till I got the jacuzzi before I invited you by, but you know, we'll, <laughs> I guess we'll just uh, we'll just show you where we're at so far with it. But it it, it looks great. Um, like I said, you and your wife could come by, check it out, walk around. You remember the before pictures, so you'll see the afters. Uh, once you walk in there, hopefully all my cars are gone. Uh, they always stay gone, so it's an easy uh, place to park around here. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, other than that, yeah, no, nah, everything is good. It took us a while to get the smells out of the floor, the vents. And, oh, wow. Yeah, God bless. But we, uh, sure. yeah, we, yeah, it was crazy. That's all I could say. Did you get that animal out of the, um... <laughs> yeah 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 he's he, if he ain't out of there he died it's one or the other we didn't get to put the apple in his mouth but <laughs> he might have slow roasted himself uh, he, but but yeah nah like i said we got everything rolling pretty nice over here made a lot of changes um, yeah some, some some major upgrades uh i like it you know it bugged me out That's the other good. day that mm -hmm. um I forgot that I subscribed for the keyless entry, right? Because I bought like some home entry stuff to my home. So I activate mm -hmm. for my phone and Amazon has access to your garage when you have that keyless entry, whenever they do the, um, cause that's what I subscribed for. Like when you bought the, it was a universal plug that tells you, Hey, it's yeah. a garage opener. Then they ask you, Hey, Amazon keyless entry. So I thought they were sending me another lock to my house though, you know, for my, for my door, like a free one for buying this object, you know, but no, it's a keyless entry. And my, my buddies at work told me, I was like, yo, how was my packages? My movie theater seats was put in my garage. I was like, bro, I wasn't here. How the heck was it getting there? But since you uh, subscribe to it, they walk up to your door right. and see, I see them on my camera. I had to go look at my oh, camera and they push the button. They open it up. They put the package in there. They push the button, close it there. They got to stand there until it's completely closed and on their app. It tells them that it's secure. Then they can walk off. They can't like let it be closed and then run and jump in the truck and be out. They they're standing. Cause I was watching. I was like, why are they still standing there? But they had to wait till it's fully closed. The app tells them that it's fully closed, that it's locked, and they can't go too far into the garage. I think they're only allowed to take like a step inside. So, but now I was wondering. I was like, man, for like four days straight, Maurice. I promise you. I was like, yo, how was packages getting in my garage? My worker was inside. He's like, I didn't let nobody in. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know. And big packages, big packages at that. So now you know um, if anybody does that keyless Amazon entry, that's what that is. So, so what do you think? Is that is that something that you're okay with? Or yeah, it's cool because they, they they can't like they still can't get into my home. They're just getting into my garage, right? But mm -hmm. at the same time, if they step in, I got my camera right there. If they step too far in for a long period of time, you're already going to question it because you're like, oh, they're in the garage. Like, they don't need to be in there that long. Like, it doesn't take that long to put a package in there. So, anything more than five seconds, you know, now something's wrong. But for them to just walk right there, and they got a couple seconds, and boom, they have to throw it right there, and they're back out. You know what I'm saying? Then there's no issue with it. I, I watched them all. So, like I said, there's a difference if they actually can access the inside. I mean, they do got some that they can access the inside of your house, but I'm, I'm not going to do those. I got a garage. That's perfectly fine. It, it's It's a building outside of a building, so... Okay. Okay. So that's on a new house. Yep. So. Okay. Good. Good. How's How's Kia liking it? Yeah. Well, she's she's there. That's a question you have to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, uh, my son will be here. I got his room all nice. Uh, mm -hmm. Looks really nice. So he's gonna come and he's gonna uh, gonna hang out with me for the wow. summer. So it's gonna be awesome. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. That's but yeah, man. Was, uh, but other than that. Oh no! Go ahead. 
that was a little crazy there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But, but um, we got it done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. That's this yeah, market. This I, I wasn't market worried is, about it. Yeah. This market is just a different breed. We have to deal with some obstacles. Individuals, you know, don't 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 pay their costs. So we have to sit and wait for you to untangle your your money, and then we can finally get into it. It's funny that you mentioned that the guy at my job, um, mm-hmm. he uh, he was saying to me today, he was in the midst of buying property not a property um a business from someone but they're having the same issue like it's tied up but i think it's a little different because i think it's yep. tied up in a divorce so it's like oh that's the worst yeah but like he did all the work she really didn't do nothing her name was just there so now oh man he, he's just trying to do he's just trying to sell the business and he'll give her a percentage but she doesn't want to sell it because she wants to maximize her potential on it and uh, uh on money wise even though she did nothing to help bring it up and he's uh he said so he's stuck trying to trying to buy it from this guy, but uh, you know, that's a whole different breed. So it's a, it's a sucky part, man. It's, 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 it's the only sucky there's part always, about being in marriage. There's always something. There's yeah. always something. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing about this business. You know, if I can, if I can encourage your listeners or, or even just to be real with them, um, you know, it's a tough business. Let me just be real. You saw, you saw it, Gary. It's a, yeah. it's a tough business. Yeah. Um, you got to deal with different personalities. You got to deal with people who aren't being a hundred percent with you. Yeah. Um, and and try to maneuver through that, and at the same time, trying to protect your client. Um, it's a tough business. It's rewarding, but get ready to like stay up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, you got to have your cape you know? on. You got to be Batman. You know, got to be yeah. Batman. So, but. You know? But I'm glad we had this talk. I'm glad we got to let the Likewise, the and listeners that um they got to pick something up today. And uh, until next time, until we have another one. I've got a Bob coming up soon. He's gonna be on an episode also. It's gonna be great for that today. They these two episodes should match somehow. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. Uh, we'll talk again, and uh, I appreciate you being on the show. All right, thanks for having me again. Talk All right. You later.